Tala Falava and welcome to another episode of the Reads with Rossa podcast. I'm your host, Rossa. I'd like to shout out everyone who's been tuning in every week. I really appreciate the love and support. If you are a regular listener on the podcast platforms, don't forget to click the follow button. If you prefer visuals, then head on over to YouTube and check out the video episode. Don't forget to click like and subscribe to the channel. So without further ado, enjoy the Welcome to the space where creators have aligned a positive and intellectual collab of open minds for sharing and learning from one another. It's a vibe. We can also podcast on the mic. Subscribe, educators, spitting bars. I guess you didn't know. Multifaceted and humble, taking off life goals. The classroom is my comfort zone where I plant and sow. Seeds of knowledge, compassion, empathy, and hope. Malo Elele, and welcome to the Reads of Russell podcast. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. I know I say that every week. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, but I truly am. Today, we have here with us a very good friend of mine, Tongan sister. She is an educator. I call her a fashionista. She's a creative. Amelia Ahosibi. Welcome to the show, sis. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. So honored to be here. I, I, I was going to say your middle name, but I knew I would take it. So I was like, don't bots it, Rosa. Don't say it. <laughs> How do you say your middle name, sis? So my middle name is pronounced Duaki Laumea. Duaki Laumea. Laumea. Yeah. I know there's a story to that name. Can you tell us a little bit about the significance or the origin of your last name? Uh, your first so, name and your actually. Your whole name, because I know there's a story to it. I remember you've told me before, but I'm sure the audience would want to hear. Wait, just a short story. But um, there's in my family, there's six of us. So, you know, in the Tongan culture, all the kids are named after, you know, are named by my dad's side of the family. So my mother and father had my two older brothers, and then they had me, a girl. And then my mum's auntie was like, hold on, hold on. We have to name her because you might stop at three. <laughs> you know, the child number three. And then, so that auntie, my great auntie, she named me after a friend of hers, but a, like an English name, Amelia. So a very good friend of hers in Tonga. And then, so she got to name me Amelia. But the middle name is uh, of a person in my dad's village, a noble person. His name is Duaki Laumea. So that's where I got that middle name. And then when I asked my mum, what does it mean? She goes, oh, you have to ask your dad's side of the family. I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I know. That's all I got to give. So I really have to ask my dad's side of the family. Hey, do you know what this middle name means? Like, for real, real? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe later on in the year we can do a part two just so we can find oh. out. What your re- cool, where man. your research got you to. Um, so you mentioned your your family, your your parents. Um, you were born in New Zealand. Were all of you and your siblings born in New Zealand, or were some of them born in Tonga or in Tonga? Oh, Tonga? no, yeah, we were all born in New Zealand. You know, um, we're all born and raised in Onihanga, like the three of us, the three oldest in Onihanga, and then the rest of us were all born around Ellerslie. Mount Wellington so we're just yeah born and raised around there so our first language growing up because of that great auntie we spoke Tongan a lot Mm. so I think when we're little our Tongan was really good and then 
when she passed away, oh, wild, just English at home. And, you know, you would have our parents trying to, you know, because they want to communicate with us, you know, with their understanding, they thought speaking to us in English was the best mm. thing. But, you know, but they'd speak to us in broken English. Mm. So it was kind of like, yeah, it was so interesting where we kind of lost our language. But then I still kept it because I'm just like eavesdropping, listening to what my mum and dad are talking about, you know, to their friends. So I think I kept that because of that. Or And then I continued to study that myself when I went to university. And I thought I'd be really good at you know getting high grades because I thought I'm really good at oh man no way (laughs) it's challenging right it's so challenging I thought I'll ace it but it's hard and that's where I learned how to read Tongan like going to study it and then actually reading the Tongan bible like oh yeah same with us Samoan bible that's that's where you learn I was just blown away. I went, oh my gosh, this, this, I really appreciate, you know, my language mm. because of that experience. So I think I just kept it, mm. you know, like, you know, try to speak Tongan as much as I can with other Tongans. But, you know, you don't get, well, you can have the chance to speak Tongan in Japan to other yeah. Tongans, but when I try to speak to them, they speak back to me in English. Yes, it's like the Samoans here. <laughs> You know, like the Samoans here, like I, like you said, sis, like I love when we have those gatherings, we get together while pre-COVID and I, every yeah. time I see a Samoan, you know, you can hear me, I'm always trying to like throw Samoan <laughs> in there, speak speak our language, but they're always like speaking to me in English and I'm just like, why? Um. <laughs> you know, because it's like you said, right, just trying to, to keep it going yeah. and hold on to that language, it's, it's so yeah. important always trying to connect i'm always mm. trying to find you know like oh you're tongan you're tongan i'm tongan too and then mm. you know i'll say malolele and then they'll speak back to me in english or japanese because right, you right. know a lot of the tongans that i've met here have come from tonga mm. to japan on scholarship so that'll be their second language would be japanese and i'm like oh you want to speak to me in Tongan? Quiet. <laughs> right. So that's yeah. a lot of, um, because you mentioned it, um, a lot of, there are a lot of rugby players here um, yeah. from like Fiji, from Tonga, who, you know, they come here on scholarships, you know, to play rugby here in, in the university uh, competition, right? And then some of them stay yeah. on and have families here. So you're always guaranteed to see some brown faces around here which is pretty cool right yeah they're everywhere so people don't understand how many polynesians are living in japan so many there's so many and so how long have you've lived in japan for for a while now how long have you lived in japan 13 years and june this year it'll be 14 years wow but time um time flies right like where does the time go right (laughs) Yes. And, and so, like, what, what has kept you here for so long? Um, you know, what is it about Japan that 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 keeps you here? That that you love so much? What can you oh, like share a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah, I think what keeps me here is like you know being independent. You know, learning on my own. Don't get me wrong. I love my family. I can't do you know anything without my family. You know, I need and my faith. My faith is what keeps me going here. But 
in order to grow as a person, I need to do these things all on my own. Like I realized that a long, I think I realized that when I was little, like growing up, my mum and dad knew I was a little bit different. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just the way I want to do things the Mm. other way or, you know, go this other path, always trying things. But what's kept me here longer is just, Mm. you know, being independent, being more reliant on God you know, first thing. And then just like growing as a person, trying things, you know, like, man, you know, you come from a big island family, man, you're always surrounded by family or you're living with family. Here, man, you have to learn to like live on your own. You know, it's not an English speaking country. It's all in Japanese. You got to learn how to pay your bills on your own, you know, like go to the city hall, set up things on your own. Just you know basic things we take for granted because it's yeah. not in English man you just you just learn to grow so much doing things here that's what kept me so long in Japan is just that freedom mm. and they're so friendly here and right. safety safety as a woman mm. you know like I can go out you know come home late at night from you know going out having dinner with friends and not even have to think twice about my safety I can just walk from the station home and don't even have to think about you know oh no I have to be careful no it's really safe here yeah I think that's what's kept me here long is just being able to grow you know on my own I think it's it's important that you mention that because I I I just say it's learning how to be an adult. <laughs> like oh, basically yeah. like it's like coming to Japan was like adulting, like learning how to be an adult, oh. meaning like exactly what you said, like yeah. you know, going in and learn because I think I mean, don't get me wrong, I think a lot of people just say, Oh yeah, you know, it's Japan, there's a lot of islanders there, but the, exactly no. you alluded to it, the fact that English is not the first language. Japanese, no, you yeah. have to, you have to, like, obviously in Tokyo, there's a lot of signage and everything like that, you know, in English, it's like English, Japanese, as well as Korean and and, yeah. and Chinese. But you really do need to learn. you got to go to the bank. Oh. you got to go to the post office. you got to learn, you know, all that adulting stuff, right? Like learning yes. how to be an adult. And because yes. it's Japanese, you have to learn. Yep. So I think when people say, Oh, but you know, there are a lot of islanders in Japan. It's like, yeah, that's like, cool. Yeah. However, but, you do need to learn, you know, um, like going to get a license, going to city hall, yeah. like all that kind of stuff, right? Because yeah. even though there's signage everywhere, and I mean when we yeah. go to restaurants and stuff, it's pretty it's pretty good where they they can give yeah. you an English menu, but you yep. know those adult things where you got to learn how to survive and live. Yeah. You know, like paying bills and things on time. Yeah. I mean, that's adulting. That's, yes. <laughs> adulting, but we're doing all this adulting. You know, like learning how to live and survive. Country. Yes. Exactly. That's that's the other challenge. That's what I loved about it. That mm. challenges me. Like you know, doing those things. Mm. so differently and I just imagine myself because I I admire that because I just imagine when my parents came to New Zealand to live Mm. and their English level man oh my poor parents so young and just you know their English was so little but look how how much they try to survive and you know bring um have children in New Zealand but Mm. English was just so little like my mum still speaks the same from when she first came mm-hmm. to New Zealand, but man, 
she learned to adult too, away yeah. from the island, away from, away the, from the village, the collective, yeah. you know, the Aiga, yeah. the, the, like, yes. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, and then she built her own village, her own family in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So I feel that I've done that here in Japan too, in Tokyo. Like, mm -hmm. you know, over the 13, 14 years this year that I've lived here, oh man, I've built my own Ainga, my family here, my own whanau in mm -hmm. Tokyo, Japan, minus the children. <laughs> <laughs> but. But, you know, but family is like, you know, your friends, the yeah. relationships that you've built. Oh, man, it's been a journey. It's mm. so cool. Yeah, I've loved, I've loved every moment of it. Um, so just thinking about the years that you've spent here, I'm sure that you've done a whole lot of traveling um, all over Japan. But what would you say is probably like your most favorite place yeah. um, that you've visited, uh, city or prefecture that you've visited here in Japan? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to share two places. Okay. So my first is actually I really love Guma. Oh. <laughs> Guma. Right, right. Guma, Takasaki. I lived mm. in the city, Takasaki, because I lived there for two years. Mm. And that's where I say, because it's two hours away from Tokyo. Mm. So this is where I can truly say where I started to learn japanese and really get into the culture and really talk to the people because it's a little it's so different in tokyo because i think it's it's very you know diverse it's mixed mm -hmm. everybody in tokyo wants to speak to in english you know right right so it's very easy to live in tokyo but mm -hmm. when i lived in the countryside in guma i love guma because um i realized oh my gosh it's not like Tokyo. You really have to start talking to people. Right. You can't walk and catch the train because everybody is driving their cars. You need a car to get around. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky to have a car. But I loved Guma because of the nature and, mm -hmm. you know, the people, the food. And this is where I really started to learn Japanese because, mm -hmm. man, everybody goes home. It's not like you can hang out like Tokyo, meet people. You just mm -hmm. go to work and come home, watch Japanese TV and that's why I decided I gotta learn it because I can't communicate to anybody mm. like when I go to the supermarket like I couldn't read anything or you mm. know people are trying to help me but they only can a lot of people can only right. speak in Japanese so I started to go to the city hall start learning Japanese go to classes there and then I met like a you know Japanese teacher who really you know introduced me to like Japanese culture because mm. she does like she's from Kyoto you know and she was really patient and really kind to show me you know a lot more about Japanese culture we went to Japanese tea ceremony together mm. you know like you have to sit why do you sit on your legs yeah. oh man the numb, I couldn't even get up but That's a killer. Can't be polite. oh I killed right. my legs That's but such they a killer. like <laughs> She's, she's a tea ceremony, you know, lady, and she's, mm. like, trying to show me, like, a lot of things. Like, I learned in Guma, mm. lots of traditional Japanese things, like, she taught me. And I love the nature because it's similar to New Zealand, mm. but it's different. So I did a lot of my hiking and my camping. Oh, man, I did all my camping and hiking in Japan, not in New Zealand. Right. I was going to Zealand. say, because I bet you didn't do it in New Zealand. I mean, oh. I, I, didn't, I, I think... Once I went 
on a Sunday school camp, but I never <laughs> went on any school camps or anything. Yeah. Wasn't allowed, you know, wasn't allowed to, <laughs> you know, like not safe, like that kind of stuff. So oh, just all my camping and hiking was just from school. But, you know, when you finish, you you take that for granted, like being in nature, you know, you think in New Zealand, oh, you're going to go there next time. I did a little bit of camping and driving, but, you know, out into the countryside mm. and stuff, but kind of stopped because I came to adult in um, Japan. <laughs> so I formed a little good friendships in Guma with Japanese people that I didn't nice. get a chance to do when I was living in Tokyo first. Mm. Yeah, so I just realized, oh, they really are... A, you know, very kind and generous people, but very private. So mm. you really need time to get to know them. You right. know, like I've, I've been here for 14 years and people think, oh, you got lots of Japanese friends. I go, oh, it's really <laughs> <laughs> I do have some Japanese friends, but, you know, it's um, it takes, you know, years or time mm. to really break through a barrier that they, you know, tend to put up because they're very private, you know, right. to be friends. Um, yeah, within oh man, I'm. I think I have some Japanese friends, but my very very close friends are my Japanese parents. Mm, Only yes. because yeah, I I think because of them, they have such a um, you know open heart. It's only because they've done voluntary work in Tonga for the, mm. over twenty years because they're both dentists and they do a lot mm. of dental work. You know, with all the schools in Tonga. And because of that, they, you know, they connect with the Tongan people. Oh, they are so open. Mm. And I can talk to them and they know I love eating and they don't stop mm -hmm. me from, like, eating. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you meet your Japanese friends and you're eating, you're like, oh, no, I'm but I'm really hungry. Oh, they're, they're like, they're like so lovely and honest to me. They're like, no, you eat up. We know Tongan people love to eat. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. that's that's hilarious so, um so guma guma is the place that i love and i think mm. hokkaido hokkaido is oh man that's that's beautiful just mm. you know it's funny because i choose these two places because they're similar to new zealand right <laughs> they just remind me of home and i just think oh man i need to go home and do some hiking mm. and appreciate our backyard but they're very similar to New Zealand landscape, mm. the mountains, the nature, but mm. very different. I think New Zealand. I think New Zealand is much more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's something that's been super challenging um, for you um, mm. living here in Japan? Oh yeah, just okay. I can think of a uh, you know a few things like. Um, living in Japan. In in New Zealand, I played, I didn't play sport. I only played sport up until high school, but after mm. that, I wasn't interested in playing sports. Mm. But because uh, living in Japan and because, you know, another <clears throat> good friend of mine who lived here, she played netball and said, mm. oh, let's play netball with the expat community just so we can, mm. you know, socialize or meet some other people. And then, okay, so I got a chance to play netball with you know those people and through this group of people you know I met some other Japanese who played a netball it was just kind of starting so we started playing netball with them but mixed netball so mm. we played with the girls and you know the guys men and women together but then you kind of you know see 
you know, when you play with Japanese people, just like, you know, the differences between the men and women when we play together, there's still kind of like, there's no, there's a big gap. Okay, there's respect, you know, with the men and women, but it's still like the woman, oh, it's big cultural difference. Still like the woman, uh, not treated the, treated lesser right. than right. that I've noticed. Just having conversations, yes. playing with these men and yeah. have, hearing the conversation, they don't realize I can understand Japanese, but I can't, you know, I, I speak respond. Japanese, but like the children's level, but I right. understand exactly what they're saying. And I'm like, oh, I can't say anything. But just the banter and I hear the things that they say is, you know, you wouldn't say that if I was back home in New Zealand. Like, you know, men there, I, I think. You know, they have a lot more respect for women. And I, it's just like you know, sexist, sexist comments, right? Oh, um, my like, goodness. <clears throat> so I'm just so shocked at the commentary mm. they still have. We're playing sports together. We're playing netball. <laughs> it's like, come on, you can play our game. And then just, uh, <laughs> I just think, oh, you just let it like get on the court. Throw some balls at you. <laughs> things like that. I'm just so shocked, like the... I'm so shocked at the, you know, things that they say and talk about is still, you know, hurtful, mm -hmm. degrading, yeah, woman. And woman here kind of just bear it or laugh it off. Mm -hmm. So I still see that now after living here so many years, mm -hmm. I think there's still a lot of work will change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you experienced racism here in Japan? Oh, yes, I, I have, and, you know, just going to some restaurants where mm. they straight up, you know, won't serve you, and, you know, mm. we try and ask why, or I've been to a, a oh. restaurant in Shibuya, actually, they had a sign up saying um, no foreigners mm -hmm. can come into this big izakaya chain mm -hmm. in Shibuya, so, like, things like that. In, in the past, I have, and then the way I've learned to deal with it was just, just smile and you know not you know involved in it because not to get too involved in it only because you know a lot of these things that happen to me they're either men they've done that or older women that mm. I've noticed yeah they're just you know not familiar with who I am and it's weird because it's in um oh wait a couple of the places is from the older ladies in the center you know like the Japanese <laughs> Like, You're like cramping their style, man. You need to yes. cut that out. Stop it, eh? <laughs> you, you know what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, so, can I just come in here and have a relaxing hot bath too? <laughs> yes, I have. I've seen it. You know, they won't really say it to you, but I've seen just like the, the They're giving you the side eye. Yes. They're giving you the side eye, like, how dare this young woman come in here try to show us up like this? That's what's up. They give me the side eye. I'm from. I'm in the change room, and they give me the side eye all the way inside in that bathroom. And I just laugh and just smile, and I go, "Don't worry, I see you next time. See you next week, same time." Okay, it's that's funny. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about uh, New Zealand, Auckland City. That's where we're from. Um, we're from Auckland. It's a multicultural society. There are so you know a lot of islanders there. Um, just so many different cultures. It's diverse. 
when you go back home, like, what do you notice about Auckland that has changed? Like, because I always notice things when I go back home. Um, so, for example, the roads have changed, yes. but the traffic, but the traffic's still terrible. Still the same. So, so what? And I guess you know, um, what are some things that you find have changed quite dramatically, or have ch you know ch changed quite a lot from you know just like every time you visit home? What are some things? Yes. So the interesting thing about me going home is I tend to go home every two years. Mm. It's only because I just need a little bit of a break from my family. I love my mm. family, but I want to go somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah. Love my family. Don't worry. And then, so, you know, I've noticed, so I go home every two years and I've noticed those, you know, two years when I go home, there's a big change. There's a lot of change in you know, when I go home, because, you know, we're from, uh, I live in Mangri now, my family are based in Mangri now, but I've noticed so much change in Mangri, in mm. Auckland, when I go home, as in like, the foods that we're selling in New Zealand, there's mm. a lot more, you know, uh, diversity, there's a variety of foods, but, mm. oh man, so much foods, and then I've just noticed Man, so many girls wearing so much makeup. Oi. Like, just I, don't even get me started. Isn't it weird? Yeah. It's so, it's so like, interesting. What do you call it? I mean, you're, you're, you're a fashionista. Like, what's the thing that they yeah. do? The, oh, man, I think it's the, the contouring. But I love fashion, the, but I can't even contour, uh, contour oh, my it. face. Con contouring, contouring, right? Well, can you tell no, I didn't I, do makeup? <laughs> I didn't oh, even man, know the, the lingo. I didn't even know the lingo. Beautiful. Me too. I'm like, oh man, I'm be right behind you. Like, right, I'm just like yeah. basics. But you mm. know, I've noticed that the makeup. I go, wow. Mm. Like, people are you know who are working just in the cafes, everything. A lot of people are really into this contrary mm. makeup where they look very different. And right. I just think, oh my god, I love I love a bit of you know mascara, you know mm. eyeshadow makeup. But you know, it's okay. You can wear makeup. But I just think. I, I love looking, you know, as I get older, I love looking like my mum, dad. Mm. I'm looking more and more like my, I'm acting more and more like my mother. I <laughs> 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 face. face, but I love, you know, seeing, you know, the face, you know, my mum and dad's face, you know, like it's a, it's, I, I appreciate more looking like my parents and I don't want to cover that up mm. so much where I look like a different person. You know, that's that's yeah. what I've noticed is the oh I'm I'm so shocked to see so many girls, right. younger girls, uh into the makeup and you know, just looking uh, heavily influenced by the American culture. Mm. I see that. And then just yeah, like you said, the roads, transport, always fixing this and that, but the traffic is still very bad. Oh <laughs> man. That's what you know, I see people on the stories posting their like dramatic like traffic <laughs> stories and I'm, I'm like evil ass laugh on this end of the story i'm like i do not miss that you know like oh, that's man. definitely one thing about auckland yeah you know when you when you live here and transport's so convenient public transport yeah. and then you go there and it's like a lot of like road rage people's like <laughs> driving. Yep. like i hate driving there i just find that people are super impatient um Maybe this so, is like West Auckland. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what I've noticed. Okay, so back home is this 
I've just noticed because, you know, visually that's the first thing I come into the airport and just mm. everybody that's serving or, you know, that I meet with this new face, like the makeup mm. is so strong and I go, oh, so I see that. And then just, you know, a lot of, you know, back home we still have the family things, but I've just noticed that the family events or the birthdays have gone a lot more extravagant. Oi, and I go, roses. I had a backyard 21st. <laughs> the reason why I think we've become more like that, or for me personally, is you know when you when you live away from home, mm. being an islander, I, I've lived here for 13, 14 years. I still help my family out. Like right. I'm not here to have fun, travel the world and just me, me, me. No, that's what Balangi people do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what DC people do. We, we, we don't do that. Tell okay. it. You know um, it no, it's sort of, you know, like, okay, I'm here and mm. I'm growing and learning and, you know, doing what I can. But I still help my family when mm -hmm. need be. Like, I still remember my roots. I still know I hear you. that I've got to help my family. And living here for 13, 14 years, I've mm. seen the fruits of, fruits of that. And whereas mm. my family are able to, you know, flourish from this from the support mm. they can do things and then that's why I'm always looking back you know like if my family go out eating to cafe and I'm always saying to them ah oh, can you just go supermarket and cook at home it's healthier <laughs> for you just because you know I just believe like you can you know spend your money elsewhere and right. more in things that'll benefit you in the long run rather than yeah. just you know amen you know, taking a snap of that expensive um $30 cafe meal <laughs> oh I hear you. for the Instagram my Boy. goodness really. <laughs> it's it's funny because you know when I moved away all those mm. years and then I remember my mum always asked me do you want to bring uh, like a fala or a big mm. tapa cloth so you can hang it on your wall but you know like in the beginning because you're overwhelmed coming a new right. country you want to learn the culture and I said no nah, no nah, I don't need it I don't need it Man, and you know, when I try to ask for it now, my mum says to me, I already given it away. <laughs> you know, you missed out. <laughs> like, you must just feel like, us, man. <laughs> I just, and you know what? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So mm. it's it's so crazy because, you know, you want to have those things with you. Whereas, and I've just learned to create things to mm. make that remind me of home, like yeah. that I keep with me and all the little, you know, bags that, you know, like the fan, tongue and fans. I can see your, your tongue and fans behind you. Oh my, those are, those are the things that, that my friends have given me, family yeah. and friends. And oh man, they're the most precious things mm. I have that I realize, oh man, that's part of me. Or, mm. you know, like, I, you know, I'm always like um, creating or making things just, you know, just thinking all the time, like, you know, on my the back, this is my workboard that I love to put images that are really important to me or, you know, like in the background, there's a poi, Māori poi, but that's yeah. part of like when I came to Japan and I met a lot of Māoris living mm. here in in Japan where I became good friends with them and they were part of like a, um, you know, Māori performance group here called Nahawefa where I was drawn to that because, you know, it reminded me of home and the friendships mm. that I made where I joined it. So that's really important for me because it's played a role in my journey, you know, living here. It's so cool. It's so important to me. Like I realized, oh, mum, mm. I want I want that mat or that yeah. piece of tapa now. It's so important, you know. Mm. You don't realize the importance and value till you, 
you know, live away from home is so mm. important. Yeah. And I think also that it's just sometimes when you do live at home, then it's your, we take for granted just, oh, yeah, just you know, time. the storytelling, the, yep. the our oral traditions and, and yep. you know, things that are passed down like orally yep. and, and your you parents, know, like how they, your parents, you know, how they work mm. so hard for you. You don't see mm. it. You don't see it now until like you move away from home or, you know, it's too mm. late when your parent passes away, mm. you know that's when you realize oh all these lessons you know and so you yeah. know you are, as i mentioned in, in the introduction you are an educator i mean you know fellow educator um what has yes. your journey been like because you teach in uh kindergarten like early child yes. uh, kindergarten yep. right early childhood yes. so yep what, what's your what's your journey been like um, um you know since coming to japan and and, awesome. and taking on that role as an educator with young you know japanese children yes so so my background is in fine arts so i went to university i went to elam school of fine arts so it's so interesting because you know i was trying to i loved it i wanted to go to art school that was my plan my plan was to be a artist to live breathe work as an artist but so different being a you know Tongan island woman being an artist. <laughs> People are like, you're you know? what? No, you know, you're not. You're not gonna be. Who do you think you are? <laughs> just, just there's so much things that come with that. You know, being an island woman when you're an artist, you can't just be an artist by yourself and remove yourself from your family. It's like no such thing. Oh, no such thing. So it's sort of like you know, I went to art school. That's my dream because I remember my dad when he asked me, he goes, "Will you be all right?" You know, is this what you want to do? And I said to my dad, "Don't worry, I'll be, I'll be okay, Dad. This is what I love." And he, he stopped asking me. Where's my mum? In the background, he's saying to me, "You want to be a air hostess? You want to go and work? Plus, <laughs> you need to work or do something else." You know, she just didn't want me to, you know, go this path. But things changed when my first year of uni, my father passed away. So it really, it really changed and put things into perspective for me because you know then I had to like help and support my family and put art you know in the background my family was my number one so I decided because of the experiences you know in art school and education you know about the some good lecturers that I had in um, art school I decided to take the teaching route but you know like I was still grieving or still hurt from when my dad passed away a lot of my artwork that I was making was more to do with my father and my family you know grieving you know like that grieving I think it takes a while to like get over it so I decided to just a lot of things my perspective changed and trying to be yeah. a artist by myself <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, needed, I had other plans yeah, no, I just, just sort of <laughs> to grow I just if mm. anything I needed to grow you know grow and then there was an opportunity for me like I started doing my grad diploma in teaching but mm. I decided to stop that because I want to leave the country you know when so many things you want to see the world you want to just have a break from your family all these things are going through your head like I want to grow I need to learn I need to you know, get away from here. This opportunity came up for me to come to Japan. So I applied, like, not with the JET program because I want to be in Tokyo with uh, mm. teaching, like, adults. 
I came, that's how I ended up in Tokyo because mm. I applied, you know, for a job myself and just came, you know, came. And then it was funny because my mum said, my mum was so upset because, you know, as an island girl, Tongan girl, you don't leave home till you're married. And my mum, mm. she was going, why are you leaving? And I said, I just want to try. I, I need to do this. And, you know, she was saying, Oh, you're not even getting married <laughs> like mm. and i said but i i want to try on my own mum. i'll be mm. okay and then you know she couldn't stop me from going but you know she realizes like i had to do this on my own and my relationship with my mum is a lot more stronger and better because i grew away because you know when my dad passed away and growing up my mum was really you know our relation i guess because we're similar so we butt heads mm. a lot you know but because I grew away and then I can see things from her point of view, mm. oh, man, I have a lot more patience and understanding for the way she views things and I'll just listen to her, let it all out, and, you know, we can have a good laugh instead of trying to argue, <laughs> <laughs> getting nowhere because we're both similar. <laughs> but, yeah, I've just, yeah, that's my journey. That's how I came yeah. into Japan. And then just, like, from that experience, I just decided – oh, man, I love teaching children. I have a lot more patience and <laughs> understanding for children because I can't do teach adults or I can't teach teenagers. <laughs> I love them, but my, I think my limit is 13. <laughs> From three-year-olds up until 13, that, that's my favourite, you know, yeah. age group. Oh, I love it. I love so, it. It's Yeah, it oh, children yeah. have taught children have taught me a lot my patience and just like man they're clever children are so clever you know absolutely I, I, yeah and it's so different because you know in teaching I can use my art or you know my creative side you know in that in those areas and everything that I do you know with the artwork I do with the children or you know the way I'm you know if everything I do when I play them outside, you know, indoor play, outdoor play and the artwork and performances, that's where I can put my creative side that I feel I feel more passionate about rather than trying to be a artist, you know, like <laughs> no, like the Western concept of being an artist, you know, it's mm. a little bit different. Yeah. 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 So I what advice, so with your journey um, yes, and then getting into early childhood here, like what advice would you give someone that was back home, I guess perhaps oh, listening to the podcast and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what is the next step for me? Should yeah. I try out Japan? Should I go into teaching? Yeah. Like what advice would you give them? Oh, man. My number one advice is I'd, I'd advise them to leave home. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave Just home. There you go, yes. folks. That's yes. the mic drop. Leave <laughs> home. <laughs> leave home. Just, I just feel it's so important. Even if you're, you know, if you're thinking of studying, oh, mm. if you have an opportunity to study elsewhere other than Auckland, mm. even if it's still in New Zealand, if you can go Waikato, if you can go down to the South Island, Otago, it's the best thing just because right. you can grow mm -hmm. outside. Oh, I love my family. You love your family and everything. Yeah. But, man, you, you know you're your own person too. <laughs> you have your own ideas and you'll flourish more if you leave home. So important. Yeah. You can always go back to family, man. They're there. Yeah. 
but I, I think it's so important for you to like mm. leave the nest. You know, island people, you know, we're such a family orientated yeah. village, village people, oh, you know, like. village people, man, you don't, but I go, you know, you can still, you can create this village to be much stronger mm. if you support your children and your, you know, brothers, sisters to leave, leave the, you know, leave home because man, that village will become a lot more stronger you know, the support is still there because, you know, mum and dad have done their job. They've supported you and you remember, always remember mm. what they've taught you and, you know, your um, uncle and aunties or your cousins. Man, it's so cool. But leave home. It's so cool. Mm. It's scary, but, oh, man, it's the best thing for you, you yeah. know. I was scared, but, oh, man, it was good. But I you, loved you did it. Loved you, it. You, yeah. And look, look how look how you know how you've evolved um, as an educator, as a just yeah, as a woman, it. and growing throughout the years. Yeah. I mean, I think that's super dope because it's it's like if you don't do it, you will never know. No. Uh, I wanted to ask, like, how do you look after yourself in, in terms of like self care? You know, yeah. I, I I talk about self care in every episode because it's I just so important. You know, too. A lot of you know the people that I've I've brought on the show like you know whether they're and they're a creative and you know doing music or in the industry or as educators like I, I just feel whatever it is that you're doing like there yeah. needs to be a part where you're just taking time for yourself yep. and like yep. I know when I need something you're super supportive um and we oh, always have a lot of you know really cool chats and stuff yeah um but you know like when you're not looking after everyone around you, yeah. you know, you know yeah. in our in our group and stuff, like how do yeah. you what do you like to do um for you that yes. doesn't involve anyone, but it's really about like your mental health and well-being? Yes. So what's important for me now that I realize, you know, after last year's COVID and everything, just to slow down mm. and just to stop and just to get off for me, I need to get off my social media. Because, you know, people there are, are still messaging me and I like to reply because, you know, I like to help people yeah. and, you know, answer all their questions. But I need to, like, completely cut off from that mm. and then look after myself as in, like, eat some delicious food, mm. you know, eat some and also eat some delicious food that's nutritious and it's, like, good for me, for my energy that will get me mm -hmm. up, you know, some really good food that will just, you know, uh, get my energy levels up and sleep. I need sleep. Yeah. Sleep, get off the social media, eat yeah. some good food. And I, for me to start off my day that I find that's really important for me is my time with God. Mm -hmm. that's, that's how I start my day. And then I love reading. I do like to read, but just a lot of <laughs> random books and things. Nothing wrong with I that. Love. Oh, man, I love reading and just quiet time, just switch mm. off from the world, get off my phone, get off social media, mm. you know, and I love hiking. I love to mm. hike just to be in nature, and it's just nice to get away from the city a little bit. And I love going center and onsen. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's cool. cool. And, you know, and I think, yeah. like you said, um, and I've actually seen you this year just – with your little challenges that you've been doing yes. um, for yourself, oh. like staying off social media. I mean, I'm definitely yeah. one of those two. Like I would just, you know, sometimes I just need to like 
just yeah. get off you know like I try not to spend a lot of time on there like you mm. know me I I set my sleep alarm to a certain time <laughs> and you know sometimes when I forget to put my phone on do not disturb and I get yeah. super annoyed with myself because then I'm I'm already kind of like drifting off to sleep and then I can hear my phone going off and then I'm like yeah. but yeah I think definitely setting that do not disturb for me yes. <laughs> you know when we go out and stuff and I'm so, like 7 30 yep. I'm already yawning and everyone's like what's up yeah. with you and i'm like ah it's my bedtime because i gotta get those eight hours sleep man uh, although, when we're at dinner yeah i'm like, like, my bed. <laughs> like my watch is telling me it's time to sleep but like oh, it's been so super important. helpful but i think the last two months or so i've been um like as we're getting closer to summer break and knowing that I'm going home, um, but still oh, the uncertainty so nice. with COVID and all that. Yeah. Like I have not been getting much sleep because I'm so anxious mm. and worried and that kind of stuff. Like even though I've set my do not disturb, like I will be, okay, the, the, what, the phone beeps, go to sleep. But I could be lying there for ages just yeah. thinking, okay, what am I doing? I, the last two months, I've been just super like stressed oh, about um, that, and just yeah, just counting down to June and oh wow. But I, I I think yeah, I love that you you've been super like yeah disciplined in what yeah. you've been doing this year. So it's like yo, I gotta get back on that buzz, yes. man. Just get so, back on that so buzz. important. Just it's so important because it, it makes you know like I actually have time to do some art stuff that I like creating mm. or doing for myself because man because I can't get the tapa from my mum so I'm gonna make my own you know like, do it. like yeah. you're creative you yes. know that's, I can do it you, you yes. can do it you know I you know, know like, exactly your thinking oh, and your yes I see that's, that's why I have to you. that's why I have to switch switch off these social media mm. because it takes up a lot of your time that mm. could be spent on something that I love and I love mm. doing you know art related things so I want to create my own artwork pieces of works so I can hang on the wall gift to mm. people things that I I think I, I started in New Zealand when I was creating artwork like it just feels like there's a lot of unfinished work that I need to do that's but you awesome. know but that, that's why I need to cut off from mm. these things just I think me time is really important. And as island people, island women, we tend to give, give, give. We forget we about, you know, yourself. Up. <laughs> sometimes it's, yeah, it's like sometimes it's just nice. Take care of yourself because you're just mm. more effective, mm. you know? Well, I mean, if I we, think definitely for me, like creating has been super therapeutic. Like oh, I just, love you know, it. like creating has like, I'm not really like, I don't know, like I guess, it's always been there, like music, performing, yep. all of that, right? Yep. It's always just kind of like, it's just what we do. But it's never been, like, unlike my brothers who are just super, super talented. Like, oh. for me, I'm just kind of like, it's oh what my, we do, And you right? had to. Look, but then, these, you know. <laughs> but these then, theories are created by you. Oh but goodness. then, you know, the create, like, creating that, like, I don't know what wow. happened over Christmas. I just got super inspired. And then I just I started that. seeing, like, just I just started doodling in the notebook. And you I inspired like, me, and I just went, "What's this? You can't, you can't like, you know." You, I'm just super inspired by you. I go, whoa! It's, I mean, it's, it's infectious. I love it. You know what I mean? Know, it's like, man, really. 
God did not make any mistakes creating us. <laughs> and then always straight up. And then, of course, our friend Yoko, shout out to Yoko, who's also oh. a creative, you know, like yeah. just the fact that, you know, just that's what I love is, is just yeah. you guys inspire me. You know, you guys are all passionate about so many different things. And that to me is super inspirational. And that's why I was like, I've got to get you on the show because <laughs> I think, you know, we chat all the time. This is just us yeah. kind of like Talanoa. But I yeah. think, you know, we've also had a lot of conversation, like deep, deep, meaningful yeah. conversations, like really about reflection and yeah. I guess the journey, life journey. Yep. And so I was just like, you know, I think that the stories that you've shared today yep. on the show, like, you know, those are stories that, that can resonate. It's, you know, with any yeah. generation, like I feel like, yep. you know, as Islanders, like it's important that we share our stories because there are not many of us out there no. just sharing you know it's we kind of like yes. just keep it to ourselves yes and, 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 and it's nice to here, like, yeah and it's nice to talk to other you know island women about like your mm. dreams and goals so we can mm. encourage each other push ourselves you know in the right yeah. direction and I love it because, you know, we've started to talk more about it and it's like, oh, my gosh, I love this stuff. Thank you, Rosa. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, I love it. Man. I love so, your, your creations. It's so beautiful. <laughs> no, love I it. appreciate the support. Like, it was so funny because you kind of, the thing with when you're creating things and you're trying to build something, you know, a small business, you're always, there's always doubt, right? Because I'm thinking, yeah. Like when I look at colors, I'm definitely I see things a certain way, but I, I it's hard for me to to figure out how will people will people see what I see in the, these color yeah. combinations, and so that's why when you if you look at what I've done, there's no real like I haven't really figured out my signature yeah design. I'm I'm just yeah. kind of like whatever I'm feeling on the day. This, that's what this I is make. exactly it. <laughs> But this is exactly it, Rosa, with like, you know, with your art, your designs. I don't think you can really confine it. you got to let it like flow, flow, flow. This is exactly it. You said whatever you're feeling at the time. Yeah, it's all about That's the how mood it, and emotions. This like, mood, emotions, because it's so important and crazy. it's so crazy, you know, because out of that comes this beautiful, you know, artwork. That's just Man. the same the way we carry ourselves, the way we dress, and that it depends on the mood. Yeah, you know, hey, how we're feeling. Stop right there, stop right there, because I need to touch upon this before <laughs> I forget. So, if just for all the audience, for our audience who are listening or watching, um, I actually call Amelia. Um, she's like the the island islander Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> like, she's, like, here's the thing. Like, I mean. She is, her, she, I call her fashionista. She, I, she laughs, she's laughing right now. But there's just something about your sense of fashion, your taste in, in fashion, uh, the trends, um, whether it's, it's because you're not really a makeup person, you always talk no. about very light yeah. um, makeup, right? Yeah. Uh, very subtle but beautiful yeah and if your makeup always matches your earrings and your sh your yeah. sneakers and your yeah you know no matter like what is it about fashion and like because for me when i see what you're wearing like anytime we go out you know I i'm rocking up with my sneakers and hoodie i'm like yeah i can't <laughs> i'm like i didn't even care i'm like hoodie sneakers no, <laughs> but you always wear something for the occasion like where does your inspiration come from because i can't even like i call you the audrey hepburn the <laughs> islander audrey hepburn because 
you know, if we're attending an event, you're super stylish, right? Like mm. whether you're wearing like a turtleneck and, and, a, and a dress, but everything is just perfectly um, yeah. matching. Like yeah. what is that about <laughs> you? Like how do you, like have you always loved fashion or is that just the artist in you? Is that the creative I, side of you? Yeah, I think it's with me. I think it's just the creative side of me. But, you know, mm. I think, you know, I – I have to say it comes from my mother too. Okay. My mother, man. Shout is out to Nia's mom. Oh, man. Shout out to Narina. What a skank. I'm telling you because, you know, growing up, you mm. know, we're from a big family. We didn't have much money, but my mom, man, would make any outfit, anything work. Even mm. her hair, you know, yeah. down to the, you know, not even like the makeup. It's just mm. maybe lipstick the way I wear it, lippy or her earrings or the mm. glasses or accessory, her high heels, but her pieces, man, or she used to get some clothes made or mm. if she goes to an op shop, she loves, you know, getting pieces. And I think that's where I get that from, but it's like, you know, also that creative outer side. Man, mm. it's just that because, you know, the way I dress, what I like, it's just I think it's just so beautiful. You know, it's like couple makes me happy. Expression, like oh, it's totally. Super, like, oh, I don't even think I've. I think maybe once or twice I've seen you wear a hoodie, and yet <laughs> even when you wear a hoodie, you wear it in a way that doesn't make it even look like a hoodie. And here's all of us rocking up with our hoodies and sneakers, and I'm like, how does she even do that? Like. I yeah, love it. Like it's just more like you know, like oh, maybe you know, I read a book, I saw some mm -hmm. colors that I like, and it's just like oh, what do I have here? But you know, I've just learned to, for me, as I get older, it's mm -hmm. not even about the label or yeah, because you don't really wear labels. Yeah. Like I, I don't find really that a wear lot of your labels. pieces are like it's <laughs> almost like vintage, but then there are other days where it's like yes. real sporty. Yes, but it's still not labels. But you just yeah. it rocks, right? You just pull yeah. it off. I so just effortless, like to effortless, <laughs> effortlessly. Yes. And you know, because I do love a good bargain as well. Mm. You know, I do like, but I'm not into like buying like a label or brand or mm. a lot of the pieces that I've got, or it's been either given to me or I've got it on sale or I've seen it. Like in Japan, I've walked past the op shop. I go, whoa, right. that's a beautiful color. Man, so yeah, a lot of these things I've just worn because I love the colors. I love colors, and you know, working with children, man, you have to wear lots of colors. <laughs> like, don't want to be that boring teacher that rocks up and they're like, uh, <laughs> "Who is <Even>, that?" <laughs> even when my little kids are like going, "Wow, so cool!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so cute because kids love mm. colors, and it's such a like positive feeling to be dressing up in different colors or it all depends on how I feel or sometimes mm. I'm inspired by something I've read or what I've seen mm. you know and then I'll wear it it's so cool you know I love, love dressing up. I think it's so cool I love it I had to I had to throw that in there I was like you're not gonna get away I'm gonna chuck it in there <laughs> favorite tongue and food that everyone needs to try what is something that you would recommend if someone asked you what well, I, I want to eat tongue and food what would you say is this is what you've got to try? What would, what would okay, be? I'd say to try the Tongan law because I love Tongan law. You know, it's like the taro leaf mm -hmm. with the coconut cream and the onion oh, and with whatever yum. meats. Yeah, whatever meats is inside and you mm -hmm. bake that. Oh man, I think that's the number one because 
I have very, very fond memories of that growing up because my mother and father used to cook together when we have island gatherings and my dad was like number one in making that. So it's so crazy. Like you grow up with it and you eat it sometimes. You're like, oh, I don't want that. I want to eat like chips chips and pie. You know what? This is the number one. I crave this. I crave yeah. manioke, the lul, the taro. Yes. Like, I crave that so much. Like raw fish. Like I so wish I ate yeah. that more. But that's the number one food that I think everyone should try. Is okay, the you're gonna hear? There you go. Go check out. Go ask in your neighborhood, wherever you are in the world. Try and get some Tongan food, man. I'm, I, I'm gonna find someone who can cook that for me. <laughs> Wait. Hey, get the target, but it's even nicer if it's a guy who can cook it because, man, just like my dad, I'm looking for a guy. Is there any tongue in guys listening? Oh, any guy will be good. Oh, sorry, any guy. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Best compliment you've ever received? Oh, just from. Ah, oh, just I, I don't think it ever has been like a number one compliment, right. but I just think the most positive and nicest compliment is like somebody complimenting me on my style or my positivity. You right. know, like they just they're just so happy that I haven't that I'm just so happy and that'll you know, um that it encourages them to be happy and to, mm. you know, be positive despite their circumstances. So for me, it's just like the smile. That's all is just like smiling. The smile has been like my number one compliment is like people, you know, teachers or parents come up to me and just like, oh, you're such a happy person. The smile has been like a cool thing. But I just think the smile is so beautiful on a person. Yeah. The smile can change someone's day. Oh, my gosh. It's so nice. Yeah, I think a smile is so important. Okay, if you had a superhero power, superhero power, what would it be? Oh, man, I've thought of this question before. <laughs> You're like, she's going to ask me this question. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why, because I think I've spoken to, like, some friends who into the Marvel, Marvel comics and books, and, you know, they've asked me this, and I'm straight away said, um, running. <laughs> Fast, running fast. So oh, I get yeah, errands yeah. done for me. So I can get errands done and I can yeah. run all around the country, you know. Like mm. I think for me is the speed. I think speed is cool. <laughs> Basically, um, but I just think I get a lot of things done. <laughs> what's what's one Japanese food that you can never bring yourself to eat? Um, you know, I can eat almost everything. Everything except yeah. oh man, Goya. You know goya? goya what's yes. goya it looks like a cucumber but it's like goya oh i know what you're talking about you know i don't know yeah, what it's yeah, called in english yeah. you know goya. i don't know what it's called in english either yeah but it's like a you know that it looks like a cucumber but it's a little bit bumpy all around a little it? bit bigger you know i can eat it but it's the last on my list. Do you know why? To me, it just feels like we're eating a plant, not a vegetable. <laughs> it's oh. the most annoying thing. It's not even tasty. It's not right. to me. Because I love eating vegetables. But right, right, right. man, that's the, oh man, that's one thing that's really, I will eat it. But mm-hmm. I think that's the last, the last on my list. 
I'll eat. You know, if it's there, mm-hmm. I, I can eat it, but it will be like the last thing on my plate that I'll eat. But I'll eat I it because I don't like to waste food. And see, man, but natto, natto, I love. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I, I, oh, I've eaten it. Um, you know, it's, it's, a like quiet, it. it's a quiet taste. Like I've eaten it, but totally. if I can avoid it, I'm gonna avoid it. Like, you know, it's really? just like, I'm I, like, I will eat it if I have to, but otherwise, hell no. To, to <laughs> me, to me, you know, because I love beans, baked beans. Oh, baked beans too. totally different. I do too, but that <laughs> fermented soybean. Yes. And it's like gooey. Oh, yeah. I I think that's what, yeah, people can't get over. It's that gooey texture. So, but I can get past that. I love it. I love, I can get that. Like, I love, um, I love, I love that. (laughs) Which is more, which is more difficult for you to give up coffee or alcohol? Coffee. Alcohol, I can give up because. I don't know what it is because you know in Japan alcohol is so cheap. It's not like we're missing out. So I feel like I can give that up easy. But man, I think coffee is one thing. <laughs> it's really hard. Like I'm trying to like cut down or have only like twice a week, but I've had it every morning. <laughs> coffee is so yummy, especially if it's in Japan. And it's so weird because I picked up drinking coffee in Japan, not yeah. in New Zealand. Well, you know what's hilarious is like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really, I'm not a Starbucks person. Like, I'm really not a cafe kind of like let's hang out at the cafe person. But you know, like people always talk at work, like, oh, what's your favorite Starbucks? And I'm just. I'm stupid. Like I honestly just sit there like smiling, like nodding, nodding to the conversation, yeah. hoping they don't ask me as they're going around because I didn't even know, like I wouldn't even, I, and actually yeah. someone asked me a few days ago um, because this, this, this teacher likes to go to Starbucks and he was like, next time we have a meeting, I'll pick you up something. What do you want? And I was just like, what did um, they have? I was like, Oh nah, bro. I'm all good. And he goes, Oh no, it's fine. And I was like, um tea <laughs> I was like is there a, some kind of a tea and he goes tea and I go oh uh cappuccino or something like I I, I I'm stupid like I don't know anything oh, about Starbucks. you know what's so special about Starbucks in Japan I've, another friend told me because I'm not a Starbucks fan but everyone in Japan loves Starbucks you know that mm-hmm. eh? oh mm-hmm. man they're so big fans of Starbucks here I know, but it's crazy. my friend's my friend said the difference with the Starbucks in Japan is, you know how in Japan we have the four seasons? Oh, yeah, because there's seasonal, seasonal drinks, right? You That's know, right. it's only these seasonal products are only special to Japan. They don't yes. do that in the Starbucks in the That's States. Right. That's, That's why right. it's kind of special, you know? Good and point. like, Good point. you know, in Tokyo, we live in the small apartments, so everybody loves to go and hang out at Starbucks. <laughs> Yeah, let's just it's got that lounge feel, bigger couches. It just yeah, I makes have, it I've more. I've been there. Like I've been yeah. there. I think like some, uh, just a few times, and and I people will be like, "What do you want?" And the first thing I always see is like something, something frappuccino. Yes, I'm like yes. that, <laughs> and they're like, "Which one?" And I'm like looking really quickly, like acting like I know exactly what they're talking about, but really I'm like stupid ass. You don't even know. So like no man, clueless. You gotta, but it's yeah. Some of the I don't. We have one at my station, 
Mm. And it's so funny because it's sort of like, oh, what's the drink? What's the special drink? But if it's something that I haven't tried or seen before, I want to mm. try it because it looks okay. interesting. But they're more or less, they're yum, they're delicious. You should try it. But yeah. Wait for the summer one, what's coming Boy. out. Actually, it's interesting that you mentioned that because that's a, that's the cool thing about Japan is, you know, fruits oh. are seasonal, uh, vegetable, yep. everything is seasonal. Everything is seasonal. Snacks, snacks like when you're, walking into, yeah, when you're walking into the supermarket or into yes. the convenience store, like, for example, like chocolate mints, like I love chocolate love. mints. That's, that's a summer thing. Right, and so we know, like yep. right now, that soon, like strawberries yep. nearly done because of spring. Yep. But soon we, you're going to be able to find summer. so many different, really cool things that have chocolate yeah. mint in it. Oh yep. my god, I'm such a sucker for it. It's so bad. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> but it's so good. I think I've tried everything in the convenience <laughs> store. <laughs> it's yeah, but gotta so love good. Japan. Like that yeah. kind of stuff is like I love it. That's Same. how you know. The seasons are changing, the months are changing. Yep. By the, the food. By the and even, yep. even the food drinks and, and tea yep. is seasonal. Yep. The different types of barley tea. Oh, yeah, I love barley tea. So it's so good. You know, so good. That, that's why I love living here because the food is so cheap. <laughs> so I yummy. Know, right? Oh, so good. It's cheap and it's so delicious. You can get you like such everything. a good. Like you can get a good meal for like ten bucks, right? Yes. That has everything. The soup, the, everything. the veggies, the, the yep. main meal, um, with some green tea, you know, yep. and if you're a drinker, like we're not heavy drinkers, but for those no. who are heavy drinkers, <laughs> <laughs> it's even cheap to drink. You can get all you can drink for a thousand yen, that's ten bucks. You know yeah, what I mean? And, you know, as islanders, you know, if we're super cheap, man. That's how we roll. <laughs> Always looking for like bargains. Or you you know, the bargains, man, because you know, we got we got people we gotta look after back home, man. That's how we roll. It's not about us. Yeah, We're not here about us. It's not about us. No, man, so, it's so, not about us. <laughs> um books. I you mentioned earlier you love yes. to read and actually um this year you've actually done a lot of reading. Like you're always yes. sharing, Oh, I read this, have you read this? Yes. And for me, I get super excited when when friends are like, I'm reading this, I'm reading that, because I'm like, Yay, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> Book recommendations. What what would okay. you recommend? Okay, so the first book that I want to recommend recommend that I have here physically be okay. because I've lived in Japan, you know, for over ten years. Mm. You know, because I've moved maybe three times, mm. off three, four times, three or four times. So I've learned to be minimal. Or I've yes. cut down. Or I've given away so many of my books where mm. you know I've just kind of moved. To more digital but these books i've kept at home because i can't part with it yet mm -hmm. but the first book i want to recommend is actually a manga can you see that vagabond oh i highly recommend this this okay. is for adult readers but <laughs> okay the interesting thing about this how i came across this was maybe last year i was in shinjuku walking past in Shinjuku JR Line, there was this massive billboard with mm. this art, um, artist's work on it. This is mm. so. This vagabond is by Takehiko Inoue. You know, he's written the story and he's he does the artwork. And wow. but his artwork it. that he had on that massive billboard, man, it was so big. But it was like a basketball player. Mm. You know, in in this sort of same style as this and this is what caught my attention because it wasn't like in traditional japanese clothing right, right. it was like a 
basketball player. And I was, I took that photo because I was thinking, wow, they're so different. What is this manga about? And then somebody like told me that this guy's manga, mm. um, he did like a famous series on that basketball, I think basketball diaries or something, it was on basketball. But mm. then when I looked up, I saw that he did this series, which I was more interested in because mm. the bas if you love basketball, I think right. you should check that out. But this was cool because it's about a samurai and his journey, you know, and all the sword fighting. But, oh, man, the artwork I love is so beautiful. Wow. It's so graphic. But I recommend this is the first book that I ordered, and then I read the rest. I mean, it's so long. There's series, over 100 yeah. year series. But I read a lot of it online. But it's, it's so good. So I recommend Vagabond and... The book that I second recommend, <laughs> I love Roald Dahl. Yes. But, but I've got, like, the book that he wrote, you know, adult, can you see that? Um, What is it called? Oh. Uncle Oswald. I don't Roald think Dahl. I've read that. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Read this. <clears throat> if you like. Uncle yes. Oswald. So I didn't really, you know, growing up, I only thought <laughs> Roald Dahl wrote children's books. Children's books. books. But this is for adults. It's so Moses. interesting. Read this. This is okay. so. And I and I found this book because I used to go to a lot of like um secondhand bookshops mm. that used to be open in Tokyo, but they all closed now because I love mm. going to secondhand bookshops. So these are one of my treasured possessions. Hey, is this I'll book. Look so 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 I recommend Roald Dahl's My Uncle Oswald. It's mm. so interesting. It's the same, you know, his same witty humor, his use of words, his imagery is the same, but more for the adult audience. It's so funny. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and then just like the children's book, I love Twits. <laughs> Twits, yes, yes, out of, yes, out of all his series, Twits yes. is the funniest for me. So, for children's books, I recommend okay. the Twits because it's just so funny. They use, I just love the the language, his humor, and I just love the illustrations by Quentin Blake. Are so cool. Hmm. It's just every time I see this you know his illustrations i just think for me it always connects me to rolled out in the story so it's so funny to have uh, and you know the way he writes for the adult audience right. and, and then, then you have the children oh nice. it's so funny it's so funny so that's a book that i recommend mm -hmm. and a book that i still have that i keep is very special is the pavlova story <laughs> pavlova story I didn't even know there was anything called a Pavlova story. What? I do love, I love to, <laughs> hey, I do love to bake, you know. Wait, is that the Pavlova story that how Australians always try and steal yeah. the Pavlova yes. from New Zealanders? Yes, that's why it's <laughs> oh, it so is? important to it read. Is? Okay, okay. Sorry. It's good to read this. A uh, friend, this was gifted to me. It was so interesting because I do love to bake. I do love to bake, but it's so funny. There's only like two things, three things that I like to bake because yeah. I feel like I've mastered that. Yeah. And I feel like I put my whole heart into just these three things. Mm -hmm. And I love to bake scones. Yeah. I love to bake 
a chocolate cake which I've Afghans. named after my sister. Yes, and and Talofa cake because I've just named it after my sister because I like her name the best out of my siblings. <laughs> Shout out to Talofa. <laughs> so I think, it's, you know, like with all this baking, I love reading cooking books as well. So this book is so interesting. And one of my other favorite books, kids' books that I love. This, can you see that? Everyone poops. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Well, this is interesting. You know, uh, working in Japan with the children, oh, man, I don't know what it is, but they love talking about poo. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it, you know, I don't know. I don't think I've ever talked about so much poo until I've come to Japan <laughs> and talk here, working with kids. Even the teachers talk about it, you know, like poo this, poo that, you know, have you poo? Even the children. And this book is such a neat book for kids, like, you know, to show them that, like, everybody poops, animals, humans, yeah, yeah, and it's a normal thing, all puddle. Oh man, it's so cool! If you haven't, if you haven't read it, it's so cool. The illustrations are so cool, and it's by Taro Gomi. I recommend this book. Okay, it's so cool. I'm gonna look for it in our elementary school library tomorrow. <laughs> Go and have a look, and you'll love because. For, you know how you said you love picture books? I, yeah, love, I love picture, picture books. books yeah. I love it. And this is what I miss is the library and the use, yeah. you know, going to use bookstore here mm. in Japan or actual library because I love the children's book section. I just the illustrations and just the ideas. Mm. It's so cool, man. So this is a cool book. And the last, last book here mm -hmm. I recommend, but... I'm going to give this to you so you can have a look because it's for adults. <laughs> this book is for adults. And it's called, this book is called No Kissing. <laughs> why are you giving that to me? What are you talking about? You can edit it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> is, it a, is, it a, um, is it a book with pictures? Yeah, it's a book it's with pictures. pictures, yes. Okay. And so, like, but, it's, but it's more for adults. But the interesting thing hey. is... Because I don't want your your R R twenty one books. <laughs> hey, no. can you give your R twenty one books to yourself? R eighteen. No. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, no, no. This no, Rosa. This book is interesting because I went to a book fair, a book fair here in Tokyo at one of the universities, and um, I went there, and a, my friend's sister was running a booth because yeah. the artist was there, so. The artist is Dominic, is this guy, Dominic Myatt, yes. So the artist was there at this book fair where my friend's sister was hosting. And I went, oh, my gosh, hello, what's this book about? I'm here to support. Oh, my gosh, I just didn't expect this kind of book. But it's more for adults. It's funny. You it's don't even funny. want to know what's going through my head right now, Carrie. No, no, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit, but, you know, I'll tell you a little bit, but the illustrations the guy has made are based of advertisements, dating advertisements of okay. Craigslist. That's all. That's that's okay, all I have so to say. Funny, I can't wait. I it's just, funny. It sounds good. I'm in. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna save these for you. So thank I'm gonna you, save thank this for you. you. This for you to read, and for this, I'm gonna save this. So these are my books. 
for you. You have a good just because do you know why it, I found this interesting is because um I can't believe people advertise these sort of things. <laughs> Okay, I'm super intrigued right now. I'm like, you better bring oh, that book so on the funny. weekend. I need to read it. I'm, I'm like, I need you to know, know it's, now. It's so crazy what people put out there to advertise to go on dates. But yeah. it's even funnier, the things that people write, you know, <laughs> and compared to what people imagine and will draw, visualize. It's so funny. This. Oh, I can't so wait. It's more for the, it's more for the adult. You I know. can't wait. I'm excited, <laughs> man. You've got, you've dropped so many gems, man. So many book gems. You, yes. You've just wait, last... shocked me so much. Carry on, carry on. And the last, <laughs> last, because, you know, these are my physical books that I, I, that I've kept because they're so funny. And the last book that I really enjoy was Ed Emberley's Complete Fun Print Drawing oh. Book. Okay. It's so cute. But it's so cute because it's just making like images and drawings out of your fingerprints. Do <laughs> your you use that print. for your class? Yes. Yes, I can so see. Okay. Look, you know, like that's why bookmark some things that I've used with my kids or, you know, I marked off their work. Yes. So this is a book that I recommend. It is so interesting. It's so I love cool. it. So that's why oh, I mean, like cute. I can't, there's no, the reading genre, <laughs> sorry, is crazy. From you know, like from the everyone poops to this, <laughs> to this. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. This is so interesting. So this is for you and have a read. You'll be, you'll be blown away. Going, I can't believe people write this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll probably have some big commentary to say about it. <laughs> yeah, it's so it. good. Oh, yeah, I can't so, wait, man! You've dropped so yeah. many jewels and gems like roses. So these are like nice yeah. <laughs> these are these are the books that I've like read and it sort of like impacted me or you know like just my imagination you know mm. sort of like cracks me up you know because I I love humor so I like it it's like some I'll, humor. I'll probably like it because my sense of humor is so whack <laughs> like I think I think we get that's why we get along because we have like that real funny yes. weird ass sense of humor. <laughs> But some people, they just, you know how you just try and joke at some people? They don't get it. And I'm like, don't get it. that's why we oh. get it. Because we're like that same sense of humor, like yes. so wet. It's, it's the best. You know, but the great <laughs> thing about you is you can keep a straight face. Me, I can't, man. I just, <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> yeah, man. so those are my those are my Thank top you, book recommends you went that I have. and beyond. Like, whoa, it seems like you were like waiting for a whole while there to drop those gems man okay awesome. i really show my book yeah so i love i do oh. love reading but it's like a wide range there's like mm. so many books like when i was younger i think i i love to read babysitter's club and goosebumps yeah. and a lot of oh man a lot of romance too virginia andrews oh my gosh but yeah. you know like as i've gotten older i just i'm just interested in so many things it's so cool but yeah, these are the books that, that I like is, to recommend. That is awesome. <laughs> I um I want to ask you to do like some final words of encouragement, um, yeah. or share some encouragement. So I'm you know we'll end our show of that. But I really before we get to that part, I mean I feel like we could salanoa for hours. That's how <laughs> we roll. But um, 
I, I know, you know, we, we've both got to prep for, for work tomorrow. So yes, I tomorrow. Drop, but I, you know, before I give it over to you to, to drop some words of wisdom, I really just want to say, like, you know, I'm so, so super grateful um, to to have you in my life as, as some, yeah. you know, like you're always like, you know, like we all go through these these times where, you know, struggles and stuff, but you're yeah. always like a constant, um, just real talk and just in terms of like encouragement and you've, you're so supporting me with my small business and, you oh, know, I that kind it. of stuff, like, and even with the podcast, I mean, I love it. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I didn't think, you know, like how much I appreciate you and you always have some really great feedback and I always pass that on to the, you know, you give feedback and I pass it on to the, to, to the guests that, that have been on the show. But um, thank you so much for coming on the show. And just, I mean, we didn't even get to so many things, <laughs> you know, but you shared some, um, so many important um, parts of who you are um, and who your family is and, and just how important they are to you. So, you know, thank you for, for doing that. Um, you inspire me, you know, everyone that comes on the show, the things you inspire me, you all inspire me in, in one way or another. And, and like, I do not take for granted, you know, uh, friendship and, and being able to connect like this, like I'm super, super grateful. Uh, you have, and it's just such an honor to just kind of officially be like, yo, you're a guest on the show. You know, it <laughs> means a lot to me. So, um, I'm going to hand it over to you, sis, to, you know, wrap it up and just drop some words of wisdom or just. Oh, man. Just thank you, Rosa, for yeah. uh, for being my friend. And just like the constant, like, Dalanor, the talk we have, you know, outside of this, because like you said, oh, it's so important to have that support. And I love it. You know, it's just ignited some, you know, things in my creative side, not to be shy and just talk about it. So important. Yeah. And I love, and it's just been awesome to come here and just to talk to you and just all your other past guests have really inspired me. That's why I'm like, oh, I love this. I love this because they're so different, so different and super, super wonderful, intelligent and super inspiring. So that's so wonderful. Thank you for that. And just, um, if anything, I'd just like to encourage, especially island girls back home in New Zealand, if they're watching this, um, just to whatever their dreams, their passions or desires to chase it and leave home, <laughs> leave home. It's so important for your growth because your family, your anger will always be there to support you all the way. And man, so much powerful. You're so much powerful when you grow and you can bring things to the table to help support, you know, if you leave home, it'll be all right. It's a little bit scary, but everything works out, you know, your journey and everything, just follow it. When your heart says this, try it, follow it. It'll all work out. Okay. It'll, everything will be okay. That's all. <laughs> That's all there, for me. There, Thank there you. you have it, fam. Um, words of wisdom from my sister here, Amelia. Oh, CV. Thank you. I'm still not going to try your middle name because I don't <laughs> want to keep it. Um, much love, sis. Um, thank you again. And um, yeah, that's us. Thank you. It's been awesome. <laughs>
I need I need a t-shirt like this too. <laughs> oh, you need a t-shirt like this? You mean you need the t-shirt more than the no kissing book? All right, all right. I might yes. I might hook you up. Yes. I might hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> this, hey, hey, this no kissing book. It really it really shows why you don't want just no random coming up to you. <laughs> okay. <I'm> sorry. <laughs>